Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. I'm one of those kind of people that likes to be prepared way in advance. I like to be prepared for whatever is coming my way. And I could remember a time last year in the wintertime that we had a winter storm warning. And they were saying that we were going to get like up to a close of a foot of snow. And so I thought, well, I, this is not going to catch me unprepared. I am getting things ready. So I made sure that um, my husband checked the propane level in our fires um, so that we would have warmth. We even filled the gas grill that's out on that patio outside to make sure it had propane in it so that if we didn't have power, we would still be able to cook food out there. I made sure that my pantry was well stocked. The freezer was ready with food. We were set. And the storm passed right by us, and we got very little snow. But I thought, hey, I was not sorry that I had prepared. Because you know what? We did use everything that I had prepared ahead of time for. We had busy days that came. We had unexpected company that stopped in. We had stressful schedules that allowed me to be able to pull from my resources and be able to use those things because I had prepared ahead of time. And you know what? Life is the very same way, and the Christian life is the very same way. You and I never know when a storm may hit us. Jesus, though, even warned and told us ahead of time. It's like the warning that we get on the weather broadcast Jesus said in John 16, this is the warning. In this world, you will have tribulation. He went on to say to be of good comfort because he has overcome the world. But he has warned us that we will have tribulation. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Why are we surprised when it comes? Why do we look around and say, why is this happening to me? And A lot of times we have not prepared ahead of time. And so therefore, when it hits us, when that storm comes blowing in, we can fall apart. We can look up at heaven. We can shake our fist at God and say, why are you allowing this to happen? I don't deserve this. And it's all because we were not prepared. Now, I'm going to liken a heart that is prepared and a mind that is stocked full of truth, just like I filled my pantry when I was expecting that winter storm. I love to open that pantry door and know that I have everything in there that I need to be able to pull a meal together. Now, if my heart and my mind is full of truth, it is going to be able to feed my soul at times of stormy situation, and even times when it's calm, even times when it's a good day. That is going to feed my soul when I store up truth in my heart. What kind of truth do we need to store away? What kind of things do we need to have packed away in the treasury of our heart? Well, if you heard any of the previous broadcasts, we talked about 
knowing the character of God. One simple truth we sing all the time, God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. But then when trials come, we say, where is God and why isn't he being good to us? No, if we have our heart filled with truth, we will know based on the evidence that God gives us in his word that he is always good. We will know that he is faithful, that he is loving, he is merciful, he is kind. Some of the other truth that we'll have tucked away in our heart are some of the promises that God gives to us. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, I love this. I will never leave thee. And my husband is preached and told us that in the original, it's that this is so emphatic that he said, I will never, never, never leave thee nor forsake thee. Don't you love that assurance to know that when you're in the midst of a storm, that he is there with you so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man can do unto me. What about the promise in Isaiah 42 that says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they will not overflow thee. When you walk through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, and neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. What a precious promise to be reminded of and us to be able to pray back to God. Lord, you've said that this would not overwhelm me. You're going to be with me and help me in the midst of the fiery trials. Jeremiah 31.3, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. And what about this precious passage in Romans 8.38 and 39? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. No matter the storm that is coming, God still loves us. He didn't do this to us because he's mad at us and he's trying to take something out on us. No, he loves us. Nothing can separate us from his love. When we have that storehouse of truth packed away in our hearts, we can pull that back up and say no and do a little bit of preaching to our own hearts. Nothing is going to separate me from the love of God. Nothing I have done has separated me from his love. The comfort of God is another thing that we have stored away. Just being able to remember how God ministered to people in the scriptures, knowing how he healed, how he provided, how he guided. It's such a comfort to us because God's word is given that we through patience and the comfort of the scriptures can have hope. It helps us to be able to pray because we take those promises and we pray them back to God. God wants us to pray those back to him. Those are promises that we need to claim. And we can be able to look at the future with confidence knowing that he is at work. Proverbs 24.10 says that if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. In other words, the things that you packed away in your heart, well, it wasn't very much. Because now in this day of trouble that you've been warned about, you didn't pack away enough and now you're starving to death. You're hungry, you're thirsty because you don't know enough of the truth of God's word. 
Oh, how rebuking this is to me to read in John 14. And Jesus is talking to Philip. And Philip said to the Lord, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. And Jesus replied to Philip, I have been with you all this time, and still you do not know me? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? You know, some of us have known the Lord for a long time, but yet still, when we go through trials and difficulties, we fall apart. Our strength is small, as Proverbs said, because we, like Philip, don't really know Jesus. We haven't spent enough time storing away the truth of the word about who he is, that when this trial comes, we don't have to ask silly questions Like, Lord, where are you? Because we know the answer to that. We have that truth tucked away in our heart. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Oh, that we would know the Lord so well. One writer made this statement, that the Christian who does not grow becomes peevish, fretful, and unhappy like a child that has ceased to grow. You know, it's not natural for a child not to continue to grow. And you and I, we are babes in Christ when we're first saved, but we're not supposed to stay babies. We're just be continuing to grow all through our Christian life. And when we cease growing, this writer said that we become peevish and fretful and unhappy. Have you ever seen a child like that? Just petty about things? fretful, worried, and unhappy. We're giving the testimony that we really don't know our Savior. And you know, we will starve if we don't fill the pantry of our heart with the truth for the storms that are coming. So how do we fill up our heart with truth? Read God's word for food, not just on obligation to check off your list, but so that you'll get something out of the word and be able to meditate on it and chew on it all day long. Write down what God is teaching you. And then, because you've written it down, you're going to have it in your mind more. Share it with somebody else. Tell someone else what you're learning. And then can I just encourage you, be with other people who will pour truth into your life and point you back to God. And you know what? As we continue to grow, we need to be that person for other people. We need to be the ones that are giving out and not always looking to to be strengthened by others. I want you to think about the example that we have in the Old Testament, Genesis 18 and 19, of Abraham and Lot and Lot's wife. God was going to have to bring judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah because of the sin that was there. And here is Lot and his wife that have been living amongst the sin. Why were they there? They had made a choice to move away. But you know, when God says he's going to bring judgment, who does he come to? He came to Abraham and he told Abraham what he was going to do. Abraham was a man who walked with God. And because he walked with God, he had a godly character. And you know, Lot and his wife had the same opportunities to be able to know God and walk with him as Abraham did. 
But look what happened. Lot chose instead to just be near his uncle and kind of imitate a little bit of his life. Well, he was a good character, but he was a weak man living amongst the sin there in Sodom and Gomorrah. All right, now let's look at his wife. His wife was just near her husband who was following somebody else. So her husband has a weak character. She's walking with a weak character. And what happens to her life? She was a failure. She didn't have enough truth tucked away in her heart that would keep her doing the right thing in the midst of a literal fire, what God was going to be doing in Sodom and Gomorrah. So walk with God and walk with other people who love God. So you'll be a woman of a strong biblical character. You'll know your God. Fill your heart so full of truth that you won't fall apart in times of crises. They are coming in each of our lives if we live another day. If you're not in one now, you've either just come out of one or you're getting ready to head into a trial. Now, are you prepared? 1 Peter 2, 2 reminds us that like newborn babes, long for the pure milk of the word so that you may grow thereby. And in Hebrews chapter 5, he says, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, but you have need again for someone to teach you the principles of the oracles of God. And you come to need milk and not solid food. Because why? Solid food was for the mature. But these were still being babies in Christ. Remember, physical food isn't nearly as beneficial as spiritual food. That food that I had tucked away during that storm, winter storm warning We didn't need it during the emergency time, but it was not food that was wasted. We did use it. And even when you're not in a trial, you're going to benefit from what you have stored away in your heart of the truth of God's word. You will never, ever, ever regret storing up truth in your heart and knowing God for who he really is. Oh, friends, can I just encourage you? Fill your heart with truth so you can preach the truth to yourself in times of storm. Be prepared. Stock it up in your heart and you will be ready for the storms that come. You can find out more information about refreshing your heart in the word of God by going to my blog at refreshher.com. And even if you're interested in learning how to stock your kitchen pantry, you could put in the search engine the word pantry, and you'll have all kinds of ideas that will help and encourage you. Remember, fill your heart with the truth. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed?